Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for standing by and welcome to the Collabor's fourth quarter 2020 results conference call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a question and answer session. To ask a question during the session, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. If you require any further assistance, please press star 0. I would like to remind listeners that this conference call contains forward-looking information within the meaning of applicable Canadian securities laws, and I refer the audience to the forward-looking statement as detailed in the presentation supporting this conference call. Furthermore, risk and uncertainties are discussed throughout the December 26, 2020 MD&A under the heading Risk Factors. I would now like to hand the conference over to your speaker today, Louis Frenet, President and CEO. Thank you. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you, uh, Takang. Uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Calabas Group 2024 quarter and year-end result conference call. This is Louis Frenet, President Chief, Chief Executive Officer. Last Friday evening, we released our earnings results for the 16 and 52-week period ended December 26, 2020. The press release and disclosure documents can be found on our website and at uh, www.cedar.com. I'm joined today by uh, Marie-France Laberge, our Corporate Controller and Interim Chief Financial Officer. Given uh, the current context, we are very pleased with our financial results for fiscal 2020. We successfully managed the effect of the pandemic on our operating profitability and cash flow generation. We de-risked our balance sheet, ending the year with a comfortable leverage ratio of uh, 1.8 times. We also recently concluded an important milestone with the announcement on February 18th of the refinancing of our lending facility and of our intention to redeem all of the outstanding convertible unsecured subordinated debentures. We replace our previous $90 million ABL facility with a new $80 million secured credit facility that is comprised of a revolving credit of $50 million and a term loan of $30 million with an accordion of $20 million. This new facility is more suited to our needs because it's no longer tied to the level of inventory and receivables. We also entered into a new five years, 20 million subordinated loan with Investissement Quebec, of which 15 million has been disbursed. We concurrently reimburse the balance of 12 million remaining on our previous subordinated debt with FSPQ, which was due in February 2022. In addition, we'll be redeeming all of the 6% outstanding convertible debenture 
which have a principal amount of $50 million. All information documents pertaining to this transaction are available on CDAR. This refinancing demonstrates the support of existing financial partners and of new lenders. It strengthens our balance sheet, provides additional financial flexibility, and reduces our overall financial expenses. We now have the financial resources to focus on growing our core distribution activities in Quebec. Before I review our operational results, for the period ended December 26, 2020, I would once again take this moment to thank our team members for their dedication and contribution to this landmark year. Together, we successfully navigated 2020 as the COVID-19 pandemic brought the hospitality industry to a virtual standstill for the majority of the year. Together, we demonstrated the resiliency of our business model and the benefits of the transformation plan that our entire group has been working on in the past two years. Because of everyone's contribution, we were able to end the year in a very good position financially, all while safeguarding the health of our employees, uh, LT and our customers' well supply. When we uh, entered 2020, we were in the last inning of our transformation plan. In January, we first announced the consolidation of our broadline distribution activities in Ontario, and later in May, we concluded the sales of most of our remaining activities in that province. This transaction provides us with the financial support and additional bandwidth to concentrate on our Quebec platform and manage the effect of the COVID-19 pandemic. Our diversified customer base and wide geographical reach within the province of Quebec also served us well during the, uh, this unprecedented year. With the restaurant industry brought to a virtual standstill during a good portion of 2020, our consolidated sales were only down 30.7%. The majority of the revenue loss came uh, for a historical contract loss in the specialty distribution agreement, followed by lower revenue from our hospitality customers who were affected by COVID-19 pandemic and our decision to stop serving less profitable contracts in our broadline distribution business. During the fourth quarter, as uh, we were facing the threat of a second wave, the government of Quebec issued a decree requiring the closure of all dining operations of bars and restaurants located in red zones. As we predicted on this call in November, the second wave did not hit as hard as the first. We further improved our customer mix with the conclusion of the three new institutional supply agreements and continued serving all of our new retail customers that were onboarded during the pandemic. On the profitability front, the transformation initiative that we started deploying over the last two years and the cost mitigation measures quickly implemented at the start of the pandemic, including the support of the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy, supported higher operating profitability in 2020. Our adjusted EBITDA margin grew to 4.4% compared to 4.2% last year. 
this is net of uh, IFRS 16. To summarize 2020, I would say that the right-sizing of our operations, which includes the sales of uh, our non-profitable activities in Ontario, our diversified customer base, and quick implementation of various cost preservation measures provided us with the necessary, necessary liquidity and borrowing capacity to weather the pandemic. As we stand today, the province of Quebec remains in lockdown. However, restaurants located in less affected regions have been allowed to reopen their dine-in operations starting on February 8, 2021. Uh, since we have a, a wide geographical reach within the province, uh, we should be well positioned to benefit from the elevation of certain restrictive measures. The situation is constantly evolving, but what remains certain is that we are ready to help our customers resume their operations gradually as restrictive measures are allowed to ease throughout the province. With this, Marie-France, I turn the call over uh, to you for a review of our financial results. Thank you, Louis, and good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm pleased to be here with you today to review, review our financial results for the fourth quarter and fiscal 2020. Fourth quarter consolidated sales, sales from continued activities were down 30.9% to 133.3 million. Sales in the distribution segment decreased by 35.5% to 86.5 million mainly from the end of a specialty distribution contract, which represented $20.5 million in the equivalent quarter of last year, or a decision to stop serving less profitable clients starting in the fourth quarter of 2019, which represented $3.5 million in the equivalent quarter of last year, and from a lower volume related to the COVID-19 pandemic during the quarter. This was mitigated by an increase in retail and institutional sales, from existing and new customers on border in the second, third, and fourth quarter of 2020. Sales in the wholesale segment decreased by 22.5% to 58.8 million, mainly from the effect of the pandemic and from lower inter-segment sales, resulting from the sale of our Ontario division and mitigated by growth in certain customer accounts and new wholesale customers. The adjusted EBITDA from continuing operation reached 7.5 million or 5.6% of sales compared with 8.2 million or 4.2% in the fourth quarter of last year. The improvement in margin stems from the decision to stop serving less profitable contracts, efficiency measures, the adoption of IFRS 16, which reduced rent expenses by 2.6 million, a reduction of salary expenses, and $1.8 million in subsidies. Fiscal 2020 consolidated sales from continued activities were down 30.7% to $461.3 million. Sales in the distribution segment decreased by 37.1% to $309.3 million. Distribution activities were down by 182.1 million from the end of the specialty distribution contract, which represented 84 million in 2019, 
our decision to stop serving less profitable clients starting in the fourth quarter of 2019, which represented $27.1 million in fiscal 2019. And from lower volume related to the COVID-19 pandemic starting in the second quarter of 2020. This was mitigated by an increase in retail sales from existing and new customers onboarded in 2020. Sales in the wholesale segment decreased by 16.3% to 192.4 million, mainly from the effect of the pandemic and from lower inter-segment sales resulting from the sale of our Ontario division and mitigated by growth in certain customer accounts and new wholesale customers. The adjusted EBITDA from continuing operation reached 28.9 million or 6.3% of sales compared with 27.6 million or 4.2 last year. This comes from the improvement in gross margin from the adoption of RFRA 16, 7.1 million receiving subsidy, efficiency measures, and mitigated by the effect of the COVID-19 pandemic on sales. Net earnings from continuing operation was 3.8 million, down from 7.5 million last year. Net loss for fiscal 2020 stood at 8.6 million, compared to net earnings of 7.7 million in 2019. Cash flows from operating activities amounted to 37.3 million in 2020, up from 31.5 million in 2019. This increase is mainly due to a lower use of working capital, the effect of IFRS 16, and increase in adjusted EBITDA. As of December 26, 2020, our net debt, including the convertible debentures and net of cash, amounted to $52.1 million, compared to $72.1 million at the end of fiscal 19. Higher cash flow since the start of the year from operating activities and the sale of the Ontario division were used to reimburse a portion of debt, specifically $3 million towards the subordinated debt and $2 million to the credit facility. Pursuant to the new credit arrangement that Louis discussed in his opening remarks, our financial leverage ratio does not materially change from year hand and currently stands at 8.8 times versus 2.6 times in fiscal 2019. By excluding the effect of IFRA 16, our leverage ratio stands at 2.6, which includes the convertible debentures. The pandemic will continue to have an impact on our sales and short-term adjusted EBITDA. However, because of the quick implementation of cost preservation measure and the support of the subsidies, we do not expect this situation to have a material impact on our available liquidity. I will now like to turn the call over to the operator for the Q&A period. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As a reminder, to ask a question, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. To withdraw your question, press the pound or hash key. Please stand by while we compile the Q&A roster. Your first question comes from Carl McPhee of Comark Securities. Your line is open. Hi, everyone. Um, Louis, the, the first question on, on your, your distribution segment. Um, the revenue for the segment was down 36% uh, year over year in Q4. And based on your disclosures, we know about 18% of that was, was the on-purpose contract terminations and ceasing serving some clients. That stuff wasn't yet left. So my question specific to the remainder of that year-over-year decline for the distribution segment, that implied uh, 18% hit. Can you shed some light on the moving parts feeding that? Uh, I know there would be a net negative from COVID in there, but also wondering if there's any permanent gains in there from, from new clients, uh, market share gains, uh, you know, things that will persist even when COVID is over. Well, thanks uh, and good morning, Kyle. Uh, yes, the uh, the COVID part, I think it's important to uh, to, to isolate the COVID part and our, our results for the distribution. So uh, for Q4, uh, the uh, impact on distribution was uh, minus 21% due to the COVID. For the distribution part, but for the uh, uh, the, the year, uh, that impacted our sales by 19% in that part. And for Carabao Group, uh, we made the calculation of where, what did the COVID uh, did uh, specifically uh, was uh, uh, a decline of 17%. So the the rest of the uh, uh, of the shortfall uh, comes from uh, what we uh, we stopped. Uh, and uh, uh, last year, at the end of 2019, uh, uh, contracts that were not as profitable. And uh, also uh, in February of this year, uh, a contract that was stopped with a, uh, uh, a, big, uh, uh, a big customer uh, with uh, one of our divisions. So uh, this is the uh, fourth. 2020 and the uh, as we said the impact of COVID uh, and as I said uh, earlier in Q4 was not as drastic as in Q2 uh, and uh, to give you a bit of color uh, for the future uh, the uh, the reopening of the uh, uh, of the uh, the restaurant is to come uh, uh, shortly I guess uh, it just uh, restarted in the uh, the, the 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 north of uh, Quebec, and uh, we're expecting that they may start back uh, in orange zones uh, in other region, uh, probably in March 8th. But uh, we don't have a crystal ball. But this is uh, how it looks for now. Uh, the uh, the w- one major uh, thing that uh, uh, affected the uh, Q4 uh, results for the uh, uh, the wholesale business uh, was that uh, we, we, we there were no Christmas parties uh, and uh, hospitality business was uh, was down and the uh, uh, 
so we expect that uh, uh, this should come back this year, uh, hopefully. And the uh, we we gain uh, to, to finish on that. We we did gain some uh, institutional uh, uh, customers during the that first uh, that that last quarter, and uh, we did gain uh, during the pandemic new retail. Uh, uh, customers where we're doing uh, backdoor uh, business and uh, so overall we'll, uh, we'll keep some of it and for, for ongo- ongoing and uh, we'll lose some of them uh, such as uh, food banks uh, breakfast clubs of Canada we're not expecting that uh, once the pandemic is gone uh, that uh, we'll continue serving them but uh, for retail and new retail backdoor customers, uh, uh, we're happy because they like our service and quality, and uh, we expect to keep uh, some. Same for uh, the new customers that we want. Got it. Okay, that's helpful, color. Um, just, just to clarify, the the institutional customers you're adding would that land in the distribution segment? Both a bit and uh, the. Uh, 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 in the wholesale business and in the distribution segment. Got it. Okay. Okay. And, and based on the numbers you you gave me about isolating COVID, it sounds like these these institutional and retail customers that should prove permanent is is actually material kind of low single digit year over year growth contribution. Does that math sound right? Sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, moving on to your your gross margin line. Uh, so, so you continue to show year-over-year year gains in your in your gross margin percentage. I, I know some of the contracts uh, and clients you cut out helps that mix, but wondering if COVID is also helping that mix. For example, maybe if the parts of your business that are hit by COVID just happen to be lower margin business. So, c- can you help me understand if we should expect any material, you know, gross margin shifts as COVID fades? No, I don't expect uh, on the gross margin. Absolutely not. Uh, we, we have uh, that's the result of the price we're selling and uh, uh, and and the cost of the acquisition of the products and the uh, no I don't see any uh, big swings uh, uh, on that uh, because uh, uh, it's fairly stable huh? in terms of the, the contracts we have with uh, the institutions uh, our long-term contracts and uh, and with our distributors. Uh, so I don't see any uh, swing on the margin. Got it. Okay. Um, and then on the, the your balance sheet, um, these new debt facilities you press released um, the senior and subordinated facilities. It looks like you have more than enough to to repay and replace all your existing debt, including the converts. Plus, you'd still have a lot of excess liquidity. So can you help us? understand some of your priorities for this excess liquidity? You know, are there any major organic growth or, or acquisition plans that you tend on pursuing to utilize all this liquidity? Yes, sure. Uh, and uh, it was well summarized. And uh, uh, so, of course, we're uh, looking at uh, organic growth. Calabar uh, is more developed in eastern Quebec and the opportunities in western Quebec. So. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we'll work on that. We're, we're looking at it, and uh, there, there's lots of room to go out there. And uh, as uh, May alluded to uh, acquisition, uh, well, we're looking for good 
small accretive opportunities that are very synergetic. Uh, the context of COVID uh, uh, may, 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 uh, may slow down the process, but the, uh, uh, we're, we're looking at opportunities. Yes. Got it. Okay. Thanks for that, Color. Uh, and just last one for me, just on your CapEx, can you offer uh, you know, the, the, the latest update on what your CapEx should look like in 2021? Um, in uh, 2020, it was about two million. So uh, in 21, uh, should be uh, um, should be uh, higher uh, from another two million, I would say. Uh, so uh, a total of maybe four million, around four million for next year. Got it. Okay. Thanks for all the updates. That's it for me. There are no further questions at this time. I return the call back over to Louis Frenet for closing remarks. Thank you, uh, and Kyle, for your question. As I said in my opening remarks, we are very happy with our performance this year. We are starting 2021 on a more solid footing with the resources concentrated on profitability growing our operation. Because of the cost mitigation measures that we quickly implemented for the onset of the pandemic and the right sizing of our operations, we are in a good financial situation and are ready to serve our restaurant customers as they start reopening their dining room. Looking ahead, we remain committed to pursuing the transformation of Calabar by focusing on broadline distribution activities in Quebec delivering efficiencies and improving our employer's brand. We are grateful to be able to continue to count on the dedication and hard work of our employees and the support from the labor union, all financial partners, shareholders, our customers, and our suppliers. This concludes uh, our call for the fourth quarter of 2021. I look forward to uh, speaking with you in May at our next conference call and AGM, which will be held uh, virtually again this year. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe and healthy. And this concludes today's conference call. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.